0: I'm pretty, petty, and always sitting already. You may think you know my story, but there's always a plot
1: twist. When it comes to the truth, I always arrive on time. My vocals are clean, but my reads are fulfilled. I may not remember everything, but you'll never forget me. I'm a Nigerian queen with no time for me.
0: Just like a three-wick, I burn slow and never waver. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana.
1: Oh my God, that's like the first time I've watched you say that. Because I'm normally, <laughs> yeah. I don't get to see your face on the computer because I'm a loser with one screen. You do that with such radio zest.
0: It's the only time I try and have a radio voice. And then in the episode, I'm like, uh, buh, buh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I can't you get my words
1: out. You <laughs> have radio voice and I... Can't believe I'd never noticed it before. Thank God, you. God, I'm Thank so you. unaware, like a housewife. Anyway, hello, darling. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How about you? I'm
1: good. Did you have a good birthday, everyone? It was Nathan's birthday this week.
0: Oh yeah, it was pretty low key. Yeah. Know, nothing. Yeah, I had to, I had rehearsals. Oh. I, I had work. Like it's boring.
1: Oh well, because you're a thespian, so.
0: I'm a the- I'm a thespian. Um
1: and. <laughs> oh, let's not touch yeah. that. <laughs>
0: I was expecting to get like a three week candle for my birthday. Nothing. No, not even a Brooks candles. Marks tracksuit.
1: No, oh. no
0: fun, no fun presents.
1: Yeah, I didn't buy you one this year. Did I buy you a pres- well, birthday a- present last year? I think I
0: did. We got the Sutton face rollers. No,
1: that was for Christmas. Oh, was it? I thought it no. was for Christmas. So you're telling me I've never bought you a birthday present? What a bitch!
0: I don't think I've bought you a birthday present. So, <laughs> <I> don't even. <laughs>
1: I'm more generous I than you. It's expected. It. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Anyway, well, what do you think of Potomac this week? We had the taglines.
1: The taglines? Finally. We're going to talk about them in a sec, so I'm not going to tell you what I think of the taglines. Overall, I think both of these episodes of Potomac and Salt Lake flopped hard. Yeah. I was distracted, and that's not good.
0: I was also distracted. I think there was one moment in Potomac where it was just like Wendy talking to Eddie about something. And I was just like on my phone, la, 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 la. And then I was like, oh, I meant to take notes. I I could not gather the interest at all.
1: Like I watch it on my phone with my headphones. I've told you that uh, that's my favorite way of watching TV. And I'll be sitting in the lounge room on the coffee table, like typing. But this time I kept getting up, going in the kitchen to grab something and- Mm -hmm not pausing it so i could hear it i couldn't even see it i didn't care
0: yeah and like with salt Lake, we were just getting so many individual scenes and i was like at least we're building up to a big audition but no that's next week
1: (laughs) that's what i mean i feel like it It got blue balls i feel like it was dragged out but yeah enough bitching about it let's talk about it (laughs) yeah okay the taglines what did you think
0: no real standouts but they were what? fine, they were better than some other seasons
1: Oh my god, I loved the tagline.
0: You do? What, 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 what's your favourite?
1: Two that I loved I'm pretty, petty and always sitting on ready I
0: loved it!
1: <laughs> I loved Giselle's tagline, loved it Okay You didn't think that was good?
0: Uh, yeah, no, It's it's fine, it's serviceable
1: Serviceable? I thought it was fun Okay, yeah, it is fun, yeah Bitch called herself petty it's a housewife being somewhat self-aware. Okay. I think that's a miracle. It's a Christmas I, miracle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just like a, a, some inside jokes with my taglines. Like at least Robin. Like Robin Robin's has an inside was my joke.
1: Second favorite. Yeah. When it comes to the truth, I always arrive on time. But
0: Loved when it comes it. to actually arriving on time, still not great.
1: <laughs> oh well, didn't she arrive first to something this week? Or was she that did. last week? This week? Yeah. Maybe last week. The other ones I didn't think were that great. I was a little disappointed with Karen's.
0: Well, it's very last season.
1: It is very last season. So what I want to know is are we going to be talking about the three week candle again this season?
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, we need to escalate.
1: Well, it's the new Elton John.
0: It's yeah. And I think Candace, like I said it last week, her reads aren't that good. So she needs to stop being like...
1: Some of her reads are fucking hilarious in her confessionals. Some of them are funny.
0: She's not Jujubee. She's walking around like she thinks she's Jujubee, but she's not. She's
1: not Jujubee. No one comes close to Jujubee. Oh, my God, how good would she be as a housewife? (laughs) I do not know why why we haven't
0: gotten a gay or a genderqueer drag queen. Just get a token queer person on. You
1: want a token queer person? (laughs) Only you could say that. (laughs)
0: I mean, I know we've had like bisexual housewives and stuff, and that, oh, that's please, great. But who I, isn't? I just, I'd love a drag queen.
1: I know how good would that be, mate? Shangela, oh, well. Shangela um, for the win.
0: She'd be amazing. Have you seen how on Dancing with the Stars the host keeps calling her like Angela, and Shangela's like, "You fucking asshole!"
1: What the fuck is with that? Like it's on your fucking. <gasps> <It's> so rude! <laughs> it's on the teleprompter, you bitch.
0: I know.
1: <laughs> like you can't read it. An auto cue. Fire, uh, fire! Fire! Fire!
0: Oh, and I hated Wendy's. I'm a Nigerian queen with no time for mean. Like, okay, you're rhyming.
1: You are mean, sweetheart. So what have you got no time for, yourself? Gosh, she's fucking mean. I can't stand her. I honestly thought she'd be a one-season wonder. Not even a wonder, a one-season floppity bop. She's hanging in
0: there. So, well, we do start this episode with the Wendy and Eddie scene, and this is the one where I forgot to take notes. I just... Completely left my body and just didn't see the scene.
1: All right. Well, do you want me to just tell you what happened? Or do you (sighs) you want to just skip over it?
0: I really don't care. But yeah, what happened? Something about the restaurant?
1: She tells him about the $300,000 investment. Eddie does say something about Peter isn't his buddy, he's her buddy. So I'm like, is that going to be a thing? Because we all know that there were rumours about Giselle and Peter, which she's Mm. apparently squashed. And she says when she squashes it, she infers that it's it's not me in this group, it's someone else. So is that an inference about Peter and Wendy being too close <gasps> or to appear too close?
0: I don't think Wendy's a cheetah, cheetah, pumpkin eater. No. I don't see that in her. No. She's too
1: boring for that. Yeah, yeah. That's true.
0: The thing about this scene, it was just like it had the energy of a two-second catch-up clip, you yes. know, at the start of the episode, where well, they'll yeah. just do, like, two seconds, but it never stopped.
1: Most of the scenes on this episode exactly like that. I've got, like, three, yeah. four dot points for each, and I don't normally do dot points because I need the space, but this time I did dot points. <sighs> and then she just tells him that she wasn't invited to the family fun day and she's not happy for her kids to be excluded. Wah, wah. The end.
0: Okay. Well, let's just talk about this up top because what are shambles of an event? Oh. like? So good. (laughs) It was crazy. What is Robin thinking, like, the complete lack of anything? And why Why do you have to do a trial run of a sack race? Like, she, she practised <laughs> the sack race. She tried to, like, split this event into multiple scenes. And I'm like, you do not need to practise sack racing.
1: She's done this before. Was it her? No, oh, it was Candace's event. Or was it her event when Chris came with all this food and there were, like, no napkins and cutlery and shit? Or was that Candace's? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, think, I don't remember. But... but so what do you think of her idea to not want to exclude Wendy's kids. So she's going to get Candace to bring Wendy's kids. That's never going to happen.
1: It's never going to happen, but there's nothing wrong with setting a boundary. People don't have to like your boundary. And it doesn't mean that it's mean because someone doesn't like her boundary. Now I'm sure that everyone with kids is going to say that's not The case, it's it is fucked up. Whatever, whatever. I don't have kids. I don't care. And if I was fucking Wendy, I'd be like, sweet, I get to sit back and watch some fucking TV for a few hours. Good. Take them. Isn't that what most people who have more than two kids say? You want them? Take them. Like, (laughs) get over yourself. Yeah, I don't know. It's not all about you. And look, did they miss out on anything? Absolutely not. It was a flippity flop. Those kids would have had way more fun if they gave them a fucking jumping castle. P.S. I'm obsessed and want a jumping castle. But, like, seriously, get them a fucking bouncy house. And they would have had way more fun than you fucking dictating and telling them what to do. You know I don't like to be told what to do with the fucking activities. Don't make me do shit. (laughs) Then again, they're kids. Like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit that there was, like, pre-bought food in foil trays? Kids don't care. Those fuckers eat with their hands without washing them.
0: It's true. Like,
1: so what? I don't know. I think the editing made way more of a deal of the flop that was the event. I don't know.
0: It was pretty floppy, though. The
1: only thing that I completely think that Robin was wrong about was the fact that she didn't go and spend 40 bucks on a motherfucking trophy. They're not that expensive. It takes two mm. seconds to, to organize one. I know someone who got a trophy for the winner when her and her friend were sitting around playing you know. They love playing UNO oh. together, they have full competitions, they keep score, they ha- were having a UNO night and she got a trophy made for the winner.
0: Trophies are fun, yeah.
1: I was filming a dancer Steadford, the other week and there was a spare trophy and I took it because I'd never got a fucking trophy.
0: You, you stole a trophy from a <laughs> dancer Steadford.
1: The person who was running it said I could have it. And it was cute and it was little and it's pink and I wanted a fucking pink trophy. I never did those kinds of the sports and I never got a fucking trophy as a kid. I wanted a damn trophy so I got one.
0: So there's not a kid out there who's just like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, your trophy went missing." No,
1: I took one of the um, first time on stage trophies, so they're oh beautiful. You know, I got a particip, I gave myself a participation award. I wasn't going to steal a winner award.
0: Oh god, no, no. that thing no, probably cost crazy. like the
1: four ninety five. Spend some money on a trophy, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, kids want prizes.
0: So it was so, so funny to that me that rent. like. It was a great rant. Kids kids do want prizes. Who doesn't want a fucking Um, prize?
1: I want pass the parcel.
0: So I shaded the practice sack race, but I did really enjoy Carter calling (gasps) one a world class bench player.
1: Well, at first I was like, oh, because he was. He (laughs) spent, and I double checked my figures because I remember one playing (laughs) in the NBA. I looked it up and I did some math throughout his nine year career in the NBA. He was on the bench 39 point something percent of the time. Wow. I don't think most players play an 80 cuz they've got 82 games a season, right? Most players don't play all 82 games. But I think his closest one was once he did 76 and I think his lowest was like 20 or something. So we're we, we're talking basketball,
0: are we? I like basketball. But is that what the sport is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's only five people on a team. You're gonna have a lot of people on the bench. Leave one alone.
1: There's, not, there's only <laughs> four on read. the court, not on the team.
0: I don't understand it, Mariana.
1: So I actually thought it who was being mean, which I loved. Because you know I don't like one. So I'm glad oh, yeah. I'm glad Carter was mean to his dad.
0: Yeah, it was great. It was a great shady little line. Yeah.
1: Better than Candace.
0: That's exactly right. Okay, so Wendy and Eddie, we're back with them for some reason and they're talking about the Giselle and Chris stuff. Um, I did laugh when Eddie was like, they're trying to get Chris. <laughs> they're yes. trying to get Chris. I was like, that is kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I mean, do you have any thoughts on their thoughts about it all?
1: No, I didn't write any more notes on that. Literally, I wrote four dot points for their scene.
0: Yeah, that's fine. So, Robin FaceTimes Candace to ask her to be the auntie. Yep. Okay.
1: What is with Candace's orange hoodie confessional number? Seriously. An orange hoodie?
0: Horrendous. What
1: the fuck, bitch?
0: Whoever said orange is the new pink is seriously
1: disturbed. Agreed. But like, bitch, you're on the TV and you're in a hoodie and then you've got the yeah. hoodie on your head. Like, is it three in the morning and you go on to the quickie mart? Like what the fuck?
0: <laughs> quickie mart? <laughs>
1: like what?
0: Not today hood. <laughs> Not today orange. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Crap. Anyway. Crap look. So then we pick up with Karen cleaning out her fridge. I mean, this is the level of this episode. <laughs> she's cleaning out a fridge and she's FaceTiming her daughter. Okay, she's allergic to chicken. It's a dirty bird. Why
1: are we calling it a dirty bird? What's with dirty bird?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Why
1: does she keep saying dirty bird? Is she? She's trying to make this scene happen, right?
0: Well, I think it's a commentary on the treatment of... Chickens in factory farming
1: I don't disagree And when it's factory (laughs) Can they stop say farming? It's not fucking farming There's no grass
0: The end Right, okay So Raven at least did herself up And she put up a ring light And she set herself up against a blank wall To really pop on that FaceTime So good for Raven
1: Someone needs to help me out Because I tried to do Googling a little bit And I couldn't find anything I even went on to fucking Raven's LinkedIn page Which is public, by the way. What the fuck does this bitch do to afford a $35,000 ticket to the Met Gala? 35 grand. I know she didn't get it from the Black Bill Gates. There's no way he would have given her that money unless Karen was invited too. There's no way Karen would have given her daughter $35,000 to go to the Met Gala unless she was getting her an invite. So unless the bitch was working, because I know she apparently works in fashion, and unless she was Mm, eating in the fucking green room with the crew out of the fucking, you know, Bay Marie servers and eating the slot with the crew, and if she was sitting at a table, I want to know... Who she got the 35 grand off because she might have her own black Bill Gates. So
0: you're insinuating that she was a staff member there and she just got a quick pick on the steps, and then that's the extent of it. I'm
1: hoping that's what it is because mm. 35 grand? You just traveled all around the world before you started your job. This is pissing me off. Children at the <laughs> Met Gala, indeed. What's next? you got to earn that shit. Sorry, that pisses yeah. me off. Pisses me yeah. off. Yeah, okay. $35,000 so... is better things to spend your money on.
0: <laughs> okay, so, all right, well, that's about it for the Dirty Bird scene. Anything oh, else you want to talk about?
1: Man, that, gr- that is it Grinded. That grinded my gears.
0: Yeah. Is it yeah, Your gears are ground.
1: It's ground my gears. See, the, the chick's making me stop <laughs> speaking the English.
0: So, then oh. we go to Ashley's publicist oh, uh, to? meeting with Ashley for the separation announcement statement, which all goes... Not according to plan anyway.
1: The best part um, of this scene was the flash of her singing at that pride concert. Fuck and how she can't sing.
0: Oh no, no, she can't. But it
1: was glorious.
0: I felt like, well, I appreciated having this scene, but it went for like three minutes too long. Correct. It's like, okay, yeah, you're gonna make a statement, but then it's like we're we're getting into the scheduling of it. She's like Tuesday, oh Tuesday. Oh, it's like, oh next month, well, oh, but that's this month. And I'm like, okay, I don't care.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do love the fact that she says she wants to do this public statement in case Michael gets busted being a creep out in the streets. Like that's really hey hedge your was, bets. That's what she was basically inferring. Like I don't, you know what yeah. I mean? I just think that's hilarious. And then we get the flashes of him being a creep out in the streets. So I just thought that was oh, fun. that was
0: fun. Yeah, I do enjoy that. Yeah, I said last week I miss Michael Darby. You're
1: right. It's true. I miss, <laughs> I miss him. Miss too. him. <laughs> they should fucking pay him.
0: He really should. Seriously. <laughs> I would love an ultimate boys trip.
1: Oh, yeah. Like,
0: limited season, just a couple of episodes, not like seven. But I want, like, Joe Gorga talking to Michael Darby, talking to Frank Catania, mainly just the Jersey boys, and throw in Michael Darby. And, like, I don't know who else would be needed. Like, maybe PK.
1: Yeah. I think Mo would be too level headed, but he's been on for so long, they'd have him on.
0: Too high. Don't need him. Oh, yeah, that's um, He'll probably funny. bring Kyle like she brings him on the trips. Um, oh, my
1: God. I was taking a sip of coffee then, I almost spat it back in my cup. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And yeah, throw G in the mix. I'd love to see G and Michael Darby a bit more.
1: Yes. They'd probably sleep together. (laughs) Probably. Some people are, it's not that they're necessarily attracted to everyone. It's not that they're necessarily pansexual. Some people, it's just any hole is a goal. Yeah. G and Michael Darby are those kinds of people, that any hole is a goal.
0: And Michael Darby seems to pull. And I think it's probably because he has an energy about him that's just very sexual. Probably. (laughs) Which it's hard to explain. You can't put your finger on it until he puts his finger on it.
1: Um, <laughs> oh my god, that made me laugh. That just shocked me. Sorry, sorry, I'm awake now.
0: Oh my god. Okay, well, now that we're in a good mood, let's talk about let's talk about Mia's mum's drug addiction. Like this episode, fuck me, Dad.
1: Fucking <laughs> hell, do we have a very to?
0: serious topic? But I just I just haven't got the energy for that.
1: I didn't even write anything about it. Seriously, I, Great. after that. I literally went to Robin's family fun day.
0: Okay, let's do it. So it's it's in a field. The one thing I thought was hilarious was how like Juan didn't come and Mia's confessionals were so funny when she was like, geez, the community husband.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was being shady. How is it family fun day without your family? It's like. You... <laughs> it's
0: hilarious.
1: What I want to know, he has an excuse that he got root canal. Who's planning root canal when they're going out with their kids for the day? Juan. Like I've got a dentist appointment. You don't. Get there and they go, Oh my God, we have to do root canal. It doesn't work that way. You make <laughs> no. an appointment for root canal. My gums are bleeding. You need root canal.
0: Yeah. Anyway. They don't spring a root canal on you. You're right.
1: No, it ain't the fucking um, 70s, mate.
0: So a few things I also thought were funny. Mia saying that they look like Teletubbies. I thought <laughs> that was fun.
1: Who look like Teletubbies? Uh, I missed that. No,
0: they, they were all wearing like solid block colours.
1: Ah, I miss <laughs> that. So
0: when people were arriving, Mia was like, God, we look like Teletubbies.
1: Oh, I miss that. Cute.
0: Karen avoiding Sharice by pretending to have allergies or... <laughs> Being allergic to Cherise, that's fun.
1: I know, she needed a pack, which is antibiotics. So she's on antibiotics or she's pretending.
0: It's the chicken allergies are really getting to her, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's still detoxing the dirty bird out of her.
1: Maybe Cherise is the dirty bird she's referring to.
0: Yeah, maybe. 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 So what, what did we really get out of this scene? So Michael got a vasectomy that day, apparently. Weird. He's planning to be a root rat. For sure,
1: was that an excuse for him to go and sleep with someone? And he just it just came to him. Do you reckon he really got over sex with me? I mean, he's ancient; it wouldn't be a bad idea.
0: Yeah, it, well, yeah, it wouldn't. Ashley seems to think it means that he doesn't want to knock her up; that she'll try and get pregnant to what, like, trap him. I am like, you've already; she's already got two kids from you, dude.
1: Yeah, but another kid means more child support. That's what he's thinking. Mm. He, I'm sorry. That sentiment alone is showing Ashley that she needs to hurry up and get a lawyer, get a forensic Mm -hmm. accountant in to find this money. Because where did he get the idea to get a vasectomy? He's crazy. I don't think he came up with that on his own, mate. He's sitting there talking to his lawyer, talking to his accountant, trying to hide the money, and they're asking him questions, i.e. worst case scenario questions... And he thinks, yeah, if you're living in the house together, he's not moving out because it's his apartment. He had it before her. I don't know why he didn't just rent her an apartment while they were getting divorced. And why didn't she spend her housewife's money on it?
0: My thing is like, if you don't want to get your ex pregnant, then don't sleep with her. You don't need to go the whole vasectomy. It's like, you don't want to get wet. It's not raining. It's you don't need an umbrella. It's such
1: a guy thing, right? Okay, it's such a yeah, straight guy thing to say. Yeah, just stop sleeping with her. Say. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's crazy. Like, it's that fucking hard.
0: Oh, <sighs> I know, okay. So then Candace, she's talking about IVF again, like-
1: Yeah, <sighs> this is her
0: storyline this season. <sighs> But Ashley was being super supportive and I sort of thought Candace was being a bit of a C next Tuesday because Ashley was like oh yeah I've been trying to like manifest for you in my affirmation journals yeah. and I was like oh that's lovely and then Candace is calling it voodoo I was like Candace you're just such a fucking negative nasty little piece of shit you're going to spin everything she did to be call the it victim
1: baby dust was it baby dust is oh angel dust what baby dust not angel yeah, dust yeah I mean so it's a little I, I... it's a little weird but it's nice yeah agreed I thought that was a, a thing where it's like a old wives' tale thing about what you can do to determine the sex of your baby. I thought that's what that was referring to.
0: Well, I, mean, I don't cares? know, but I think Candace sucks. Yeah, Candace um, does suck. Any final thoughts on the family fun day? I mean, Mia's butt doesn't fit into the sack. That's, no that's great. No The
1: sack came up to their thighs. I didn't understand that. She just wanted to say <sighs> she had a big ass. Yeah? Is that yeah. what she wanted to say?
0: Yeah. I don't I
1: know. think so. I mean, look, the event was a dubbed. It was a dud, but it was a dud from an adult perspective. I don't know what the kids thought about it. The only thing that I liked about the family fun day, and you're going to freak out because it's actually something that Robin says, when Karen says to Robin that she should have been the bigger person and invited Wendy, she says, I'm not. I'm petty. I loved that. I thought that was (laughs) great. I'm like, good for you.
0: I like when she's shady. It's great. She
1: really is showing up to work this season. I agree. Yeah. I think it was Karen that said she found her voice this season and I fucking agree with her. So's Robin.
0: Let's move on. Then we've got Ashley circling around a suburban neighbourhood just going up and down a cul-de-sac for 14 ages. 14 because- hours
1: later. <laughs> I did like the 14 hours later, but I was expecting something more. <laughs>
0: So do you think Michael's the one that leaked it or one of his hookups leaked it? Like, what's the story?
1: Um, I think that it's going to become part of her storyline this season. She's going to accuse whoever she hates in her cast of leaking it. Candy? Sorry? Yeah, Candice. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that work in production that could have leaked it. Like, you've got a, a freaking interning assistant of an assistant of an assistant. What do they give a shit? There was
0: a whole Mexican fiesta party, <laughs> Spring Awakening Mexican Taco Night, I know. where everyone heard it. So, yeah.
1: It could have been her publicist and they just set the scene up. Yeah, totally. At the end of the day, it was a week early. Who gives a shit? Calm down.
0: Well, she was, she was trying to lie to the bank for getting a house. Like, I think that's sort of kind of unethical as well to pretend that you're still married in order to get your finance.
1: She's saying she couldn't get in touch with Michael and she thought it was because he was on a plane going to Vegas. Maybe it's a good idea you release it now. Michael's in fucking Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to get out. It's a way better headline than photos of him and hookers in a hotel. Like, come on.
0: (laughs) Okay, so next week we've got Robin dragging out the prenup chat. We've got Candace spreading rumors that Karen's cheating. And then Wendy hosts a burn session that actually looks amazing. And there's some fights coming that Oh, who who knows? Who cares? But it's an Google excuse it. to have them all bitch. It's yeah, great. Love it. And like that fight wasn't in the trailer, I don't think, so it was like no. a nice little surprise. All right. Well, let's move on to Salt Lake. So we go to Salt Lake, Finster Fight. This What's is the episode all episode called? Finster Fight. Finster. What's a Finster? It's like a fake Insta.
1: Ah, oh, got it.
0: Yeah, and so it's all about how Angie H.'s husband, Chris H, yeah. made a fake Well, not a fake. He made it an alt Instagram page just to shade Jen Shah.
1: Which it wasn't even shading Jen Shah. It was shading fucking Lisa.
0: And so the problem with the Jen has with it is like, why is my name in it? Now, why am I in it?
1: (laughs) Why do you fucking think you're in it? Because everyone's fucking Googling Shah.
0: That's so true. And
1: searching Jen Shah. And he wanted to come up. He's not stupid.
0: Well, he is because he used his like...
1: He is because he fucking called her and told her.
0: Yeah, I know. But then Lisa Barlow, she posted like, you know how when you're trying to recover your password or whatever, it will send something to an email address like recovery. And it doesn't show it, but it was like on his Instagram account, the email address was like C asterisk, 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 GH or whatever. And then it was the exact same for the recovery information for the Shire exposed one. And like the last two digits of the phone number were the same. It's like, you didn't even make a fake Gmail for your fake Insta account?
1: Oh, he. Oh, I'm sitting there thinking, I don't get how that happened, right.
0: I didn't explain that great. Just go look at Lisa Barlow's tweet and you'll see the visual comparison, uh, but yeah. I mean, he didn't hide his tracks. He
1: used his correct email address to create.
0: Yes. Dude, like, fuck me dead, dude. Dude, five
1: more minutes, love.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Even
1: I know that and I'm old.
0: Uh. Okay, what did you think of the, like, Newsies intro for this episode?
1: I thought it was cute, but I didn't get why they did it until I watched the boring episode. And I get it. The editors are like, we got to do something in this episode. And instead of, like, getting better footage, they just did that.
0: They jazzed up the previously on. Yeah,
1: I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was cute and funny. But it didn't go with the episode to me, so I didn't understand why. And when I watched the episode and I was bored, I guess I just wanted something else to pick on.
0: Well, (laughs) watching this episode, all I wanted to do was go and watch Sister Act because that's all I kept thinking. So, Heather wants to start a choir... And she's got this big silver bear of a man being a choir director who I love. And I was like, I want to watch Sister Act.
1: Yeah, that bear was adorbs. He was my favourite. What was his name? Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, see, I thought that at first and I went, no, Mariana, don't be rude. Go back and write his name. I think it was Corey. Corey, was that right? Yeah, sure, sure. He says she feels like she's taking a wee piece of a life back, right?
0: Yeah. Really? Well, I think it's to do with the whole like in church, there's this huge community. And then if you leave the church, you lose the community. So it's just like her trying to get that back.
1: I mean, that's really cute. I just watch TV, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Get a dog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Get a dog. Good for her. But I was surprised, but good for her, I guess. I mean I like to sing, it's fun. And I mean you're in the fucking theatre, so why are we judging her? We should be we should be fully. I, embraced. Said I loved
0: it. <laughs> oh, did you? Well, I love the idea of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. I do like the idea of it. It was just I think maybe it was boring to watch. Well,
0: I'm all for a choir audition's things, but we need need logic. I don't know why we've got Whitney and Angie fucking Thirsty (laughs) doing a dance routine for a choir.
1: I don't know either.
0: No. And I don't know why we're turning it into an American Idol type situation. Like, just run the audition. It doesn't have to go over two episodes. Yeah,
1: I really wish they hadn't. Why do you need 12 fucking judges for an audition for a local community choir?
0: With five people auditioning. They've
1: only got three judges in the Idol, right? Is there like three judges in American Idol? Why do they need 12 know. for their Salt Lake City <sighs> Choir? Are half the judges going to be in the choir? Because you need more than one person to make it a choir.
0: Yeah, and it's the fun of a choir is that some people can't sing and like so it's like that's yeah. the fun of it. <laughs> I, we're thinking about it more than Heather did, that's I was going to sure. say,
1: why are we fucking pulling this apart so much? <laughs>
0: Well, let's let's pull apart Jen and Coach Shaw at a jungle gym thinking that that's the great place to talk about her going to prison. <laughs> I don't like, know.
1: <laughs> but what I want to know is when she brings that stuff up about Chris Harrington, I want to know how long she was holding on to that info.
0: Oh, uh, do you reckon a while?
1: Yeah. He, she said that he called her about it. She brought it up last episode, right?
0: Did, did she? Was the last yeah. episode? I don't know. I don't know. But,
1: like, how long has she been holding on to that? Like, I know you can keep a secret. That's why you go into the jail. But yeah. is she, like, pissed that Angie's coming around trying to take her place on the show?
0: Yeah, that's my theory. So I think these two Harringtons were so thirsty last year, trying to create a storyline for themselves. And it was really desperate. And so I can imagine Jen was like, I'm not going to bring this up and give them airtime. This is what they want. I don't want to give it to them.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: And then sitting in that foam pit, she was like, ah, fuck it, let's bring it up.
1: Yeah, fair enough. She's got nothing else at the moment.
0: I just really think she's like, I'm going to jail soon. I'm going to just have to enjoy myself on this trampoline and sit in a foam pit and just enjoy the things I won't be able to do in prison.
1: Agreed. But who doesn't like a trampoline? Yeah, I love a trampoline. I'm sure you do. Trampolines are fun.
0: Okay, so then we go to Lisa Barlow talking to Fudge College boy, <laughs> and John Barlow's bringing the reinforcements, and by reinforcements I mean two gigantic sodas. Oh god! And Fudge College is still not interested <laughs> in college. <laughs> What I really enjoyed about this scene was how he was lying on a faux fur blanket like a 90s supermodel. Like, just sit up, fudge college. <laughs> Why was he like, he was bloody Cindy Crawford or whatever. He was just like posing on that blanket.
1: Why does he look to social media for the ideas about his future and not go to college? I'm <laughs> not saying you have to go to college, but you are in the fortunate position that your parents can afford to send you. And I'm not, again, not saying you have to go, but. I'll sit and I'll think about it. Well, bitch, who's going to be paying your bills? So you better hurry up and make a decision. And if you don't want to go to college, why aren't you already looking for work or looking for investors or whatever it is that you got to do to prove that you can buy your own groceries?
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, think of it more like networking. Like, that stupid Zuckerberg guy went to wherever, Harvard or whatever, and like... That's where he came up with Facebook, right? Like, so it's a think tank. I really don't think you're going to skate by on Fresh Wolf all your life.
1: Which, it doesn't make any money. His parents are paying Wolf. for it. Who's buying Fresh Wolf? Uh, apparently Andy Cohen likes it. Oh, well, Andy Cohen, he's an idiot. Oh, you really don't like Andy, do you? No. No, I don't. How? How do you not love Andy? I love Andy. You don't love Andy?
0: He's, he's Angie H. With success,
1: so you're saying that he's successful but still thirsty. Yeah. Dude, oh no, I don't know what to do with that. I, I don't that. like
0: him. Why
1: not? I really I like think
0: Andy. He's become a bit of a egotistical monster. He's not doing his job properly. <gasps> I think he can he can share the load. I don't know why he has to be in charge of every reunion. I
1: think he's great.
0: Nah, he sucks.
1: I wish he would ask more questions along in the lines of season one and two reunions of, like, O.C. in New York where he was shadier and ask some like, whoa, so glad you asked that question kind of thing. I wish he wasn't so diplomatic about stuff now. No,
0: because now we've got Shirley from Phoenix doing all the heavy lifting <laughs> with her, like, ride in <laughs> questions and he's skating by. That's... <laughs> I think the problem was when he became talent, then he became someone that the show needs to protect as well. And
1: I'd rather have Shirley
0: from Phoenix host the reunion. (laughs) You
1: should see his face right now, people. He actually looks disappointed and sad. You look so sad. I am. Justice for
0: Shirley. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so Lisa says she doesn't have a mother that cooked and Fudge College is like, really, bitch? (laughs) 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 So funny. All right, that's all for Fudge College. <laughs> then we go to, okay, Justin and Whitney. So Justin's been fired because Whitney is a public figure.
1: <gasps> Dude. Who you cares? got down to your boxes, rubbed paint or chocolate or whatever all over yeah. your body and rubbed on your wife on the TV. Yeah.
0: Can't be pinning that all on Whitney. <laughs> no.
1: Were they insinuating the company he worked for was a Mormon company? Oh, uh, maybe she, I don't know. Just because she was, you know, it takes me back to when I was younger and in the Morbin Church.
0: Okay, but with Whitney this season, everything comes back to her childhood abuse. She'd be eating fucking McDonald's, and they'll upsell her and say, "Do you want to try a large?" And she'll say, "That reminds me of my abuse <laughs> as a child." She's she's banging on too much about it.
1: Okay, Mister, <laughs> lost your sensitivity chip. But <laughs> like, I just assumed it was a regular old, very successful company. On the stock exchange, right? Like, these are the companies where you go to work and if you don't have a tie on, people would look at you funny. What mm. made you think you could get your kit off on international TV and they'd be cool with it? Like, don't blame the company. Yeah. Like, you he not wearing thongs to work, mate. Like, what did you expect?
0: And I forgot that she, like, tanked all their life savings into Wild Rose Beauty so they've got, like, no backup.
1: She's an idiot. <laughs> You want to spend your housewife's money on Wild Rose Beauty? No problem. You're working to invest in yourself. Do it. That's fantastic. You're lucky that you can do it because your husband earns enough money to pay for the whole family and then some. That's a privilege. That's wonderful to have that safety net for you to be able to take risks. Love that. But don't take risks with his money. Take risks with your chump change.
0: Yeah. So then we go to... Beauty Lab and Laser. So we're getting double promo. So we're getting promo for the Beauty Lab opening a second location and for her book,
1: which she's flopping. I think that whole scene was about her selling the idea that she wrote a lot of salacious stuff in her book, wanted to take it out, but realised she had to put it back in. So that's just about her letting us, the audience, know that we want to read her book.
0: But it was sort of like... She's like, I've put my heart and soul into it. And I'm like, okay, well then don't miss your deadlines if that's true. Just get a fucking ghostwriter and do it. It's not that
1: hard. Of course she's got a fucking ghostwriter, dude. She didn't write it. Then how is she missing all of these deadlines? It's all bullshit. That whole, I'm sorry, your publisher who. Wow. That publisher, they want her book, right? Housewives is huge. They want her book. There's a fucking Zoom chat of her publisher, like verbally spanking her. Bullshit. Whole thing's bullshit.
0: Ah, so it's all shenanigans, it's all part of the marketing. God you're smart.
1: She's not a professional writer. She comes, yeah. you know what I mean. She comes with definite sales. She will be on the New York Times bestseller list for sure. It's a guaranteed win for them. They're not going to be telling her off.
0: Ah, see so that makes sense. Well, because like when she was like, "Oh, I feel bad putting these stories in about my family," and it's like it's called Bad Mormon. You have to be a Bad Mormon in the book. But yeah, it's it's all a ploy. And look, wow. I
1: told you when I heard Danny Pellegrino say that around the Writers Network, whatever that mean, what that is, that they say it's really good because he's a ghostwriter. Mm. So that also lets you know it was fucking ghostwritten. Of course it's fucking ghostwritten. Of course. Now that Danny said that he heard it's great, I'm like, okay, I'll definitely read it. I mean, I was going to anyway. Yeah.
0: Okay. What do you think of this whole drama about Lisa tweeting the obituary and the screenshot of when she texted Heather to clear up the thing from reunion last year where Heather said Lisa's not been there for her?
1: It's a fucking bitchy thing to do, but I loved it. See, I was on Lisa's side here.
0: Like, I was like, whoa, posting an obituary, that's a bit fucked up. But then I was like, well, it is public record. It's not like it's his death certificate. (laughs) Like, she was right and she proved that she was right.
1: I get that. But again, it was insensitive.
0: Especially because of all the Meredith stuff with the speculating on the father's death. Like, you'd think she'd have learned her lesson. But also, fuck, I love Lisa. (laughs) I
1: I don't know what has happened this season, but I love Lisa. I love her. I love her. I think she's iconic. She's kind of like Ramona back in the day. Great fucking TV. Yeah,
0: and someone who doesn't learn a lesson, like perfecto.
1: I know, right? I'm obsessed. Yeah, and she' pretty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So, all right. Whitney and Lisa, and then doing yoga together.
1: I mean, what's with the yoga all the time? Uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Even Lisa was like, "Can we do another? Can we do something else?" I
1: know. She said she'd rather go through drive through to Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, if you'd rather go do, like, a, I mean, they do it on the Kardashians all the time. They're constantly filming scenes of them just going for drives and going through drive through. Like, let's just do that. I agree. Mm-hmm. We should get more of that. That's an activity I'm up for.
0: So they basically talk about shit we've already covered. Yeah, yeah. Um, One thing is Whitney tells Lisa to call Heather and she's like, no, I'll just show up to the choir auditions, which I loved.
1: In my notes, I wrote, yay for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so then Meredith and Seth are having dinner with Chris and Angie H. I
1: mean, what a um, fuck you to Lisa for sure.
0: Oh my goodness gracious me.
1: So, Angie,
0: she's saying that she never said the sexual favors for jazz tickets thing. Bullshit. But her and Whitney did talk about where maybe the investors come from, but she never said sexual favors bullshit. or something like that. Bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. She
1: made it up. She was gossiping, she stretched the truth for the sake of the gossip, to make that fun. Whitney said what she said and she's like, holy fuck, I have to lie. I think she said it. I don't think that Whitney is lying at all. I just think that whether, she, whether Heather, Heather hear it. heard it or not, it doesn't matter whether she heard it or not. She said she didn't. I think Whitney yeah. overreacted to Heather, but I don't necessarily think she's lying. It may not have been at the basketball game that she heard it though. She may have heard it. A different time and assumed that Heather knew. You know what I mean?
0: She's combined the events. I
1: I think that might be.
0: But there's no way Angie H. wasn't saying it, especially when Chris H. has a Finster.
1: Exactly. I reckon that Angie said it. I think she said all of it.
0: Those sweaty little Bettys. Yep. And so John Barlow, who I'm also starting to (laughs) stan, he apparently told Chris H to get the fuck away from him. Get the (gasps) fuck away from me. I love that. Love that. And he's wondering
1: what it's about. I mean, come on. Your acting can't be that bad. Of course you knew what it was about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't enjoy this Chris H.
1: No. I mean, he's really got to come up with a better storyline if he's going to lie. Like, just fucking call Jen and ask her for advice. Stop shading her and ask her for advice on how to lie.
0: And if you're gonna tweet shit, tweet it from your personal account.
1: Yeah, grow some balls, dude. Grow some
0: balls. That's sort of all Meredith did this episode. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Okay, so then Jen's cleaning up from an alien, but oh, I know one thing I do want to mention. Mm. So Meredith, at the end of that dinner, she's like, "Ah, oh, well, so you created a Finster. Who cares?" And I'm like, "It's not your job to absolve him. You've got I nothing know. to do with this."
1: And can I say something? Angie mentioned at the beginning when they sat down that she's forty. Now okay. I'm forty-three. She looks, she looks. Be- she's a beautiful woman, her skin is flawless, no wrinkles, all that stuff. But she looks way older than me. Is it the okay. Botox? She's got to lay off the fucking Botox. Maybe. Because she, ha- like, don't get me wrong, she's beautiful, but she don't look fucking 40. Okay. Don't you think?
0: I haven't really thought about her that much. I'm trying to not let her win.
1: Honey, she's going to be on the show next season. I don't know. Get used to it. She's not going anywhere, even if they keep her as a friend of. She's driving storyline, whether the ladies want her to or not.
0: Sure is. I'd love for her to be a friend of for 10 years, like Marlo. Oh, totally. Okay, so then we go to, yeah, Jen's packing up an alien party when she's clearly not... Packing up She just wants all that shit there for the scene Yeah Um, And Heather comes over They talk about the Finster Chris Harrington I love how Jen calls him Chris Harrington She's like I'm not going to call him Chris H It's Chris Harrington I mean why do we have to say that H Until
1: the other Angie comes back She's Angie
0: Yeah (laughs)
1: Um, Anyway so Chris
0: H is such a loser Um, Jen (laughs) tells Heather to be more aware When it comes to Angie H But of course We all know what that means Deaf ears
1: We all know that means If you're my friend You won't fucking talk to them that's what that means.
0: And she does. so.
1: And then the best part of the whole episode just comes up after this scene.
0: Lisa singing.
1: Correct. Away in the manger. Oh, really? That's the song you're going to pick?
0: I guess it's royalty free.
1: Oh. Like, you, like you know, how stupid yes. Candace
0: always had to sing the fucking anthem or whatever.
1: Yes. You're so right. I didn't think of that.
0: But it was hilarious for John to be like, oh, that was a bit off.
1: Yeah, a bit. <laughs> God bless. What a supportive husband.
0: In my notes, I say finally we get to the auditions, and yet no, we we really don't. No. Jen walks in screeching <laughs> about Amazing Grace. <laughs> that yep. was dreadful. I know it wasn't great. So Jen sees Angie H, and she's gooped. But wait, she is. What does gooped. Jen
1: say before that as she arrives?
0: Mm, I didn't catch I it. I was
1: expecting American Idol, and there are five people, and four of them are related to Heather.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought that was so funny. You didn't think that was funny?
0: No, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, what do you want to say about this? We don't even get the fucking auditions. She brought
1: a megaphone.
0: I do love her with a megaphone. (laughs) See,
1: we need to find some positives because we've basically just bitched for 49 minutes and 56 seconds. So that megaphone. I am almost surprised every time I hear her on that megaphone how delighted I am to hear her on that megaphone I like her I I don't think Mandy's wrong I think she's a charismatic narcissist and I put that's probably an oxymoron but she is so charismatic she is good at selling herself and it only took fucking three years but I'm finally obsessed with her
0: I know just enjoy it while we it lasts. I
1: hated her till this season.
0: Mm. Now a lover. I think she was a bit much before the arrest. Yeah. It took her down a peg and that made her more relatable. Maybe
1: when she's in jail, we can get her as a friend of on the Zooms. <laughs> that would be cool.
0: No, can was... you Zoom in jail? I don't know.
1: Well... It's probably minimum security. They, they've probably got the internet.
0: They should probably give a maximum security.
1: She could still go to a minimum security like Teresa. Teresa was a federal criminal, so... And she went to camp.
0: She went away. She didn't go to prison. She went away. So, next week we get another fucking
1: couple's bath scene. Ugh. I am done with that. I literally wrote in my notes, taint tub. Ugh, Disgust. Gross. I don't want to think about Seth's taint. Ugh.
0: <laughs> but we do get Jen calling... Chris H, a fat fucking elf on the shelf <laughs> husband. Oh God, I mean that that that, that took me out.
1: Gold, gold. I tells you.
0: it was the funniest thing I've ever heard.
1: It better happen because we get Lisa and Heather fighting, Jen and Angie fighting, Coach yelling at Jen. I want all of that shit.
0: Mm, should be good.
1: Well, fucking better be because this week was a little flopsy mopsy. Yeah, yeah. But what we didn't cover? Can we get back to Beverly Hills for a sec?
0: Yeah, I was just about to say yeah.
1: Oh, thanks. So. Did you read the thing about Andy saying on his radio show that Rina showed only one of her two envelopes and the receipts in the envelopes were Elton John charity dinner crap? Can you believe that? Uh,
0: let it go. No wonder that got cut. Like, we don't care about Elton John's charity dinner, Rinna.
1: And then she reckons that in the other envelope were text message receipts of what happened that night. Well, I'm like, well, how, how are they receipts? They're your texts to other people and their texts back to you.
0: And she was showing her phone of the text messages anyway. Like, why do you need to print them out?
1: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Apparently, there were eight pages of text messages she sent to Erica and a third party. I want to know who the third party was. Still proves nothing. It proves nothing. But interesting. And then I saw a clip on Insta this morning, so I haven't listened to it or watched it, but Danny Pellegrino was interviewing Crystal.
0: Oh, I listened to that. It was quite good. Yeah? Yeah.
1: On the little clip, he was saying that in his opinion, he reckons that Rina and Dorit aren't coming back. And then Crystal was very cagey in a non-cagey way. Or are these just their opinions at this point?
0: Well, the impression I got was like filming wouldn't be until January, if anything, so January. it's sort of like... Isn't that winter for know, them? Yeah, well, with Beverly Hills, like last season, they picked ah, up straight away and we course, got all the Christmas footage and stuff, but it seems like they're having more of a break. So read ah. into that what you will. That could be mean contract negotiations. It could mean ah. casting. Who knows? But the other interesting thing from that was like Danny was like, I think because Dorit's on the bubble, that's why Erica said that PK and Dorit will break up. And so Erica was just saying that to give her friend a storyline, and no. Crystal was like, Crystal pretty much agreed, saying like, <gasps> yeah, you're not being stupid. what
1: revelation that she
0: agreed, yeah, they that well was it's a, a theory, but yeah,
1: okay. Well, it's just so I it. plausible. So yeah. that's why I'm like, how did we not see it before?
0: Because there was such a cavalcade of tidbits from that BravoCon. Like, True. It takes a while to really cover everything and pick up all the pieces.
1: And so what about Diana saying she's identified a person who may be responsible for cyberbullying Jax? Did you see that?
0: (sighs) Yeah, I did. I'm all for that person being caught and, like, you know, protect Jax, but I don't need to hear Diana ever again.
1: And I don't want Diana to get the credit for it. No, me neither. If you're so hell-bent on seeking justice, why do you need... To boast about it almost.
0: That's true. It's
1: like give Garcelle the information if you're saying your lawyers are better than her lawyers. Garcelle already said she's got her lawyers on it. Why does Diana need to have her lawyers on it? And if you are, then it's to help your castmate and your castmate's kid.
0: It's all about herself.
1: All about her reputation. It's just gross. She's not doing herself any favours. She should stop paying her lawyers and start paying for PR. Yeah, yeah. Totally Anywho But that's all i got
0: That's all I've got too Shall we leave it there I know
1: We've basically just whinged about These two shows that we love For an hour So so's peeps
0: <laughs> We'll get people being like Dial down the negativity please Sorry the show was shit this week My
1: boyfriend <laughs> woke me up at the 3am Because he couldn't find the fucking remote control And I haven't gone back to sleep And I'm fucking tired So there's my excuse I'm like Lisa Serena, yeah. I'm not going to own it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well I'll talk to you next week okay. And hopefully we'll be cheery and happy and pleased
1: We're going to have to fucking try to be yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to try to give the people something
0: okay. Alright, well check us out on um, Twitter, Instagram At bravo. send us dog pics And we'll see you guys next week Bye Bye